Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. I'm gonna tweet about this. My parents are like, I'm gonna retweet this episode, and my parents are definitely gonna listen. And then they're gonna be like, um, what the fuck? All right, welcome to Johnny Radio, episode three. I'm your host, Matt Johnston, coming to you from my parents' basement. I am still here in my parents' basement uh, in a suburb outside Pittsburgh. I'll be heading back to Philadelphia this weekend. Um, Had some things taken care of in my house. Had to get the landlord out there, get a plumber. It was a whole thing, a nightmare. Um, So I'm going to be flying solo today. Brad is working. So we have a very special guest. And we're going to do something a little bit different today. We're going to have some new segments. We're going to talk about a subject that I know absolutely nothing about. So that's a surprise to you, Cat Pat. Um, Today's guest is Cat Pat. Okay, what do I call you? Um, Great question. Most people, I feel like, just call me Cat Pat. Some people call me Kate. No one really calls me Cat, so either one. Cat Pat's fine. Okay, it just seems like a mouthful, so if I call you Cat, don't get mad at me. That's okay. That's okay. I won't blame you. Is your full full name Catherine or Kate? Just Kate. Just Kate. Just Kate? Mm -hmm. Okay, Caitlin. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Um, Okay, cool. Awesome. Last name unknown. We'll keep it at that. All right, so we're going to dive right into it and get to the heart of it. All right. Cat Pat, full disclosure, I have never seen or watched through an entire season of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. Ooh, uh, you're honestly kind of lucky. <laughs> well, so, okay, The Bachelorette first aired on January 8th, 2003. This is its 17th season coming up, and we Damn. have two seasons this year. We got mm-hmm. one. Yeah, we got the first one this summer, the second one in the fall. Uh, I guess The Bachelor's been running longer than that. They have... 25 seasons it's it's been a lot um yeah but anyway i wanted to do a little bit something different because we're going to do a little bit of bachelorette preview and it's going to be coming from someone like me who knows nothing about the franchise and someone like you who watches it religiously Mm -hmm. and knows a lot about it and is really into it so when did you first get into the franchise and when did you start really deep diving into to the chaos that is yeah it, it's funny you ask that because I feel like I was so anti-Bachelor for so long. Um, but I started watching, I want to say it was January 2017. It was Nick Vial season and my roommates, they were watching it. And they were like, just watch it, just watch it. So I ended up watching it. And then I kind of discovered Bachelor Twitter. And I was like, ooh, this is pretty funny. So just stuck around since then pretty entertaining stuff you uh like i so even though i've never watched it like through a whole season i've seen bits and pieces there i know who some of the people are i listen to podcasts to talk about it and for some reason i just listen for the insight because it is sort of entertaining stuff um so this year we'll just start off it's going to be a little bit different chris harrison is no longer going to be the host after yeah seasons of doing it yeah i think uh Tasha, the former bachelorette, and Caitlin Bristow, who's also another former bachelorette, they're hosting, which is interesting. Yeah, so this is the first time they're doing a, a tandem there. And I guess the whole Chris Harrison thing, that was, was it primarily just fallout from the uh, 
what was it the controversy with um Rachel yeah yeah with the with the antebellum ball thing and something else maybe yeah yeah I I think I that's probably why he's not hosting if I had to guess and I think um people were just kind of like speculating that the the franchise as a whole was kind of like on the out that they they might not last for that much longer so I think they really were like okay we got to make a change and that's probably the, the reason why they're also filming it and doing the whole set in New Mexico. So they're doing it at the Hyatt Regency Tamaya outside Albuquerque. Mm. So that's a little bit different. It's very, um, you know, reservation based to have a lot of, you know, um, Native American influence out there. And it's going to be it's going to be probably very similar to the way Matt James season was set up at Nemecolon, just in terms of activities they have, you know, they have the hot air balloons out there. They have cheap excursions. They have pools, they have spas, they have, it's going to be interesting for sure. So I actually looked up the high dragon seat to Maya. Have you ever seen uh, this is random, but have you seen high school musical? (laughs) Yes, of course. (laughs) Do you remember high school musical two? They were filming, I don't know if they were filming in Utah, Arizona mm. at that point, but it was very uh, Pueblo, like Indian Red Rock-esque type of buildings and stuff. It, it came yeah. off like that kind of vibe. I know what you're talking about. Like, I kind of remember some scenes. It was it was a while ago, but <laughs> I, I know the style you're talking about. Yeah. So, all right. So Chris Harrison's going to be replaced by Taishia and Caitlin, um, who were both leads at one point or another throughout. And... Um, so let's talk about the lead girl, I guess. So Katie Thurston, yeah. your, your thoughts on her from Matt's season and initial thoughts going in. I love Katie. I think a lot of people do mm-hmm. like her. Some people were kind of annoyed because she came in 11th place, which is like never a thing that they do. They normally pick the bachelorette out of like the top five, normally the top three. One of those girls will become the next bachelorette. Okay, this is good. I'm learning. I didn't know yes. that. I didn't. I didn't even know how it's generally selected. Is it? Yeah. Is, is it based on, I guess, like ability and, you know, you they're good enough to make it to, you know, one of the final rounds, and they figure yeah. you know there could be a star in the making for a next season. Yeah, I think I think it's just a f- numerous factors. Like, you know, d- does America like them? Do they have a pretty clean background? Uh, are they decently funny? Like. They have a personality, but um, also in the past, like they picked bachelorettes who basically like got their heart broken or like kind of got screwed over. So they have like a, a storyline, but yeah. Katie was just kind of like very friend zoned. They clearly weren't going anywhere romantically, but I think for the most part, people really like her and I like her. I think she's funny. Like she brought a vibrator on the first night, which was I, which I, was I, I found that out and that kind of shocked me. That's uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and we'll get into that. Just so some background on Katie. So she's a bank marketing manager. She's from Renton, Washington, which is outside Seattle. Uh, like you said, she finished 11th, I guess, um, because Matt couldn't see a future with her. I guess that's a stereotypical answer that is given. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. No chemistry. There's no fit. There was again, no chemistry. Again, I'm here to learn. So Right. Yeah. There was definitely no chemistry. Very much just friends. Gotcha. And actually, this will be the first season that I actually do watch all the way through. So I'm committing to it. I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to understand Bachelor Twitter and and listen to some of these podcasts because you're right. It is very entertaining. Um, so she went viral in May 2020 
for telling a story about shitting herself at work. Do you remember this? I don't think I knew this. (laughs) I'm like shocked. Okay. Well, you know, you know how she's like a big TikTok star. I guess you could call her TikTok personality. Right. Right. But yeah. So that is apparently what got her. I hate to say claim to fame, but like I actually didn't listen. I didn't watch the TikTok. I thought you might know more about it. But yeah, apparently that's how she went viral, you know, last year. Oh, see, this is new information. I did so not know I, So after after this, you might want to go check that out because I assume it's highly entertaining. Um, and then uh, also she's very, I don't know if provocative is the right word, but she's very sexually positive. Like yeah. if you look at her, if you look at her Instagram, if you look at her TikTok, it's very about female empowerment with, um, you know, sexuality and, you know, you know, sexual empowerment and all that. So I guess that was proven with the whole vibrator thing coming out of the limo. Whatever. What happened with that? What was what was Matt's reaction? I think he just thought it was funny. Like most people have a, like a bit or like a costume or a gimmick when they come out of the limo. And hers was something like, you know, this has really helped me throughout the past year during quarantine. I brought it with me uh, to help me get through this journey. And she like pulls out the vibrator from behind her back. And he obviously starts laughing. Uh, Some people were like, wow, I can't believe she brought a vibrator to the first night. That's so tacky and trashy. But turns out she was pretty good. What color was it? I think purple. Purple or pink. So it wasn't black. No, 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 no. (laughs) I just had to make that comment. Um. Anyway, yeah, uh, so more about Katie. Uh, I just looked at her Instagram today, but, you know, living in Seattle, she obviously has tons of photos from, like, the Pacific Northwest, as does everyone that lives up there in Seattle, especially. Um, She has dreams of hosting her own talk show. And from what I read about her on, like, Elite Daily and People and all that, she's a very good storyteller. I don't know what that necessarily means. That just kind of sounds like she's, like, good at making videos on tiktok because i feel like a lot of tiktoks are just like story times and dancing and yes dancing of course you're on you're on tiktok right yes i do do tiktoks but i don't do them like to be serious i kind of just do them for shits and giggles all right what do you use it for then like what are your what are your posts like what do you post about oh god well recently for the past four days i've been doing this is really corny i've been doing mini vlogs like a day in my life videos because i like watching them so it's like i'm gonna do them but really i just like post those um i've posted like one dance but it wasn't like a, a serious dance like there's some very hard dances i've tried to learn and they were making me legitimately sweat so yeah, I can imagine. I wonder, <laughs> it makes me wonder how many, like, A, first of all, how long it takes to learn these dances. Because I've watched enough of them because they pop up on my, uh, I think I've clicked on them enough on my Instagram. Like, what's that? Like, uh, oh, Reels? Yeah, and all that. Like, if you mm-hmm. click on them enough, more and more keep popping up, even though I don't have TikTok. But um, A, like, how long it takes to learn these dances. And then once you watch enough of them, I realize that they're all the same, pretty much. They are. Know. They're all the same moves, just put in a different order. And so, so how did was it just random people that created these when TikTok came about? Because honestly, I don't know a lot about TikTok, so I'm trying to learn more too. 
but yeah i I, then, wish I didn't know anything about tiktok <laughs> i wonder like did it just like catch like fire like okay this is a cool dance this girl does it this girl does it this girl does it and then it's just the standard for people trying to get yeah that's basically like, it. Follows. i i mean yeah the the girl who is the most followed person on tiktok is a 16 year old named charlie d'amelio i don't know if I, you're familiar I, I knew that and then uh i know josh richards is the dude yeah right. so she does like all the dances but she actually got into like a little bit of controversy because she was she became popular from doing this dance called the renegade which i don't know if you know but it's just i can't do it <laughs> a song called like it's like renegade renegade but she kind of stole the dance from this black girl and like changed the dance and like made it less complicated and then she became really famous from that so people were kind of saying like she's not really giving credit where credit is due for learning the dance sure uh so she got herself into a little bit of hot water but yeah i think they just like make them up it's they're they're very basic but quite challenging they are like you see ones that are slowed down or like the the girls that do it more slow and it's just like okay they really are that simple but i mean it still blows my mind that teenagers nowadays can can become this popular with just a simple dance on a oh i know it's scary like that yeah i mean she is she is set for the rest of her life financially it's crazy who's that uh cash me outside girl that made six million dollars and or one million dollars in six hours bad baby <laughs> yeah bad baby um, yeah her. <laughs> only fans so yeah shouts to all the young entrepreneurs out there yeah i don't know how i feel about that like you know the second she turned 18 all these guys how many like, people how many people were just sitting there refreshing their feed until midnight to subscribe yeah to see that's that freaks me out a little bit yeah no definitely <laughs> um a little bit more about katie I mean, nothing really is sticking out. She's a she loves cats. She has a cat named Tommy. Are you a cat or dog yeah. person? You have a dog, right? I do have a dog, Ruby. She's all I post anymore. <laughs> uh, what kind of dog is she? She's a mini golden doodle. She's a pandemic puppy. Just got her in November, but hmm. she's precious, but also crazy. Yeah. Uh, how old is she? She's about to be seven months. Okay. I have a seven-month-old almost eight month old English Springer Spaniel. Also mm-hmm. a pandemic puppy. I got her in October. Is, is um, she very high energy? She, it's absurd. I have to walk her three times a day just for her to chill. And Holy crap. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm not a very active person. Um, she definitely has a lot more energy than I do, but she's sweet. She's very nice. She's awesome, but it, it keeps me active, which is great. Um, and I'd be lying yeah. to you if, if I didn't get inspiration from Will DeFreeze about the um, getting a Spaniel. But yeah, she was also a pandemic puppy. Dude, yeah, they have the worst separation anxiety. It's such a pain in the ass. Yeah, I can't I can't leave her alone. I, I'll try to go to like run to the gas station or run somewhere real quick and try to be back as quick as possible. Because if she's alone for too long, it's a nightmare. Do you put her in a crate? Uh, so I started her out on a crate, like sleeping at night. And then that kind of progressed to her sleeping in my bed just because <laughs> she enjoys it more. Like she will literally burrow herself under the covers and then just like sleep next to my leg. And then I can't move for the entire night. Um, mm-hmm. 
but she's great. Uh, when she's tired, she sleeps a lot. But um, I really don't leave her in the crate that much at all. And uh, in Philadelphia, I moved into a house that's right by a dog park. So I take her there a couple times a day. I walk her a bunch. And then when I need some time to work or do whatever else, I just send her to daycare for 12 hours. We just started sending Ruby to daycare, and it is a lifesaver. It's it's worth every penny. Yes. Um, uh, do you know if she enjoys it? I think so. Like she does uh, like small dog daycare. So it's anyone under 35 pounds. Right. I think she likes it. And she comes home like dead tired, tongue out, so happy. So I think she likes it. Yeah, it's a savior. I I don't know what I would do without it because like even when I'm trying, she's so needy, she'll just sit by me and then she'll just continuously bark at me until I have to pet her or give her attention because I mean, I I probably should have done a little bit more research into the type of dog she would be, but (laughs) It's a good thing. You know, like I said, it keeps me active. That That is true. She All Ruby wants to do is just run all the time. Yeah. And uh, like I said, I'm at my parents' house right now, and they have a fenced-in backyard, huge backyard, and it's absolutely perfect for her to just take her out and just for her to run in circles and tire herself out. Mm, th- see, that's perfect. You need a fence. Exactly. And I have uh, – like my house in Philly has a – pretty tiny backyard but it's still a backyard and at least i can take her out and i don't have to you know it's it, it's a pain in the ass living in an apartment where you have to walk down steps go outside take her back in all that oh yeah that would suck i'm i'm very lucky i don't have to deal with that so where are you located i live in new jersey i live in like north central ish new jersey like 45 minutes from the city okay you're close then are you from jersey i'm actually from upstate new york what part? Like the Albany area. Okay. Okay. I I have a friend that has a house up. Um, well, his parents have a house on the Finger Lakes. Um, oh, okay. Yes, so, we, <laughs> so we would, uh, yeah, we would always go up there during the summer and it's always a good time. Um, and then I've been to Cornell and Ithaca and all that. And it's mm. upsta- upstate's a good, nice getaway. It is nice. It's that actually the Finger Lakes are like a decent, like, almost four hours from where I grew up. But yeah, I'm from like a little tiny town kind of near Albany, very rural. So well I guess Albany's pretty far north, right? In New York. It's up yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like I live in Jersey. I'm like two and a half hours from where I grew up. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that's enough about Katie. Let's dive into some of the contestants. And I know I don't know how long you've been doing this, but you like to <laughs> On Twitter, you like to create your own bios for these for these contestants. Yes. Um, how long have you been doing that? I think I've been doing it for a, a solid two years. I want to say I started it in 2019 with um, Hannah Brown's season. So, like, I think that's two years now, which is crazy. How do you keep track of all – like, I – as I was doing some research prior to this, I was diving into like all the contestants, all the leads and all that. How do you keep what's stri- like, like who's on what season, who, like what <laughs> happened afterwards? It's just like a, it's a cluster. It's, it's too many yeah. things going on. It's a, it's very hard to keep up with, but right after the seasons, I normally follow a bunch of them, like keep up with them for a little. And then after a few months, like they get the unfollow, but yeah. There's also Bachelor in Paradise where a lot of them from like other seasons come and mix and stuff. So 
that keeps them top of mind. But I always, there's always a few that I'm like, I've never seen that person in my life. So Bachelor in Paradise. Um, so a lot of people that listen to me or listen to this, they don't, I don't think they really follow the Bachelor or Bachelorette franchise at all. So what is, what is Bachelor in Paradise? It is when they take guys from the previous season and girls from the previous season and they put them on a resort on the beach and people pair up and then there's always an odd number of roses so like one week the guys will give out the roses to the girls vice versa and whoever doesn't get a rose goes home but they also do a twist where they add people in like halfway through the season so new people will come in and break up the couples. It's it's kind of like Love Island, if you're familiar with that, but mm -hmm. very much the same setup. Um, it actually only takes place over like a month, like a really short amount of time. And where do so, they have it? Where do they have it at? Or where is it filmed? I feel like it's filmed somewhere in Mexico, but I can't remember. But it's it's the best part of the franchise by far. Yeah, I've heard good things. And to me, I mean, if I was uh, you know, a hypothetical contestant, the goal would be ultimately to go there, right? I mean, yeah, it seems like, like a good time. Yeah, and the couples from Paradise actually are the ones that make it. It's kind of crazy. Like most of the couples from Paradise are like still together, married, have kids. And that's the ultimate irony, I guess. <laughs> yes. But I don't I think because they're actually spending more time together than actual seasons where they're like separated for most of the time. It's probably like also more maybe not authentic is the right word, but it's more genuine where like they're, you're not, it's like you're not in the championship game. This is going to be a sports analogy. I'm just thinking it off the top <laughs> of my head. It's not like you're in the championship game trying to win a title like in like the regular seasons where you're trying to get the guy, get the girl. You're kind of just like in the consolation game, having fun, doing whatever, being yourself more probably. and Definitely. And they can drink a lot more. Yeah, I actually read something. So they're limited. They, <laughs> they're supposed to be limited to like two drinks per hour or something like that. I don't know what. Yes, is, but they they used to have unlimited alcohol, and then they ran into a situation where two contestants like got blacked out, and, like had sex on camera. So they were like, "Okay, we need to cut it back." <laughs> I need to scale back. I mean, that was inevitable, right? So. Yeah, I think they both like woke up and didn't remember it, and they were really horrified to find out what they did. So. They cut it back. Yeah, usually when I do that, I mean, no one ever has to know about it. But uh, when you do it on TV like that, what about that? Yes, yes, that was so, that was actually a while ago. That was like five years ago, almost. Hmm. Oh, good for them. They had fun, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> so, like I said, you did the bios for like a lot of these guys. How many are there? Twenty five, thirty contestants. Yeah, they normally start with thirty. Okay. Okay. Um, so. I'm trying to think of a way to do this. Do you just want to talk about some of the ones that you kind of highlighted on your Twitter? Sure. I'll, I'll pull up the thread. I have the thread actually up too, so we can walk through it. And then <laughs> okay. if you're not listening, if you're listening uh, through Apple podcasts, Spotify or Amazon music, you could watch us uh, the full videos on YouTube, just Google or not Google YouTube search Johnny radio, the naked take. Um, and it'll lead you right here. And then you can follow along. I got it up. All right. Who do you want to start with? <laughs> Ooh. Okay. This one, Austin 25 from California, who just uh, looks yes. like a complete fuck boy. <laughs> Cali bro, for sure. 
Yeah, like he, the caption I wrote was like, oh, you showering without me? With the little horny emoji, like that. He just, he, I don't know if you're familiar with any YouTubers, but he looks like this YouTuber, uh, his name is Austin Broom, and he's a family vlogger, but he's known to be like a huge player and cheats on his wife, and that's oh. exactly who he looks like. Nice, okay, good to know. Yes, um, okay, this one, uh, Brandon, twenty six from Illinois. He, I don't know why I said Illinois. Did you just say but, Illinois? Yeah. Yes, Illinois. Excuse me. I'm sorry to all the Illinois listeners, but um, he has a terrible haircut. So I immediately was like, okay, there's there's something not right with him, and I think this man belongs in jail. So, the haircut thing, like, it, I mean, that's a red flag immediately because you're going on the show. Personally, I've I've been notorious to have bad haircuts in my life, and I finally figured it out. I like to think, like, how could these people not figure it out? It's you bad. Know, he's got to know it's not good. No, and he is only twenty six years old, and he looks like he's about forty five. Like twenty six is relatively young. Yeah. So, what's the average? Like, I assume the uh, for the Bachelorette, the males are have a higher probably average age. Yeah, I think sometimes they range from like 25 to 39, probably. There's like rarely anyone in their 40s. I think there's a 39-year-old in this one. That's possible. I, I never really look at the ages, to be honest. I don't really pay attention as much as I do like, you know, the name, picture, I don't know what it is, but like I look at some of these guys and like they made like it says they're 26, 27, and they look they just look older to me. Like I'm 28 and I'm trying to put myself like in their perspective and they just like look more put together. I don't know. I think they also always pick unflattering photos because they all look so much better on TV. Yeah, they do. And I don't know if that's a camera or what, or if they purposely set up photos like this on purpose. Um, <laughs> James 30, New York city. Which one is he? I need to find him. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. This dude looks, I actually know someone who knows him and says he's like the sweetest guy ever, which he doesn't, he looks just like an asshole. No, but he does look like a guy who hasn't touched a carb in five years. Exactly. He looks very, very ripped. You can see his veins. Uh, his, his shirt is extremely tight on his biceps. Hair is very perfectly styled. Like he looks like the type of guy who'd come up to you at the gym and like, like actually you're gonna want to uh hold the barbell a little lower on your shoulders on your back and you know make sure your knees are pointing out like i don't know he just looks like it's like you don't guys. need you don't need to be doing that exactly the dude after him jeff 31 is like really unfortunate looking where's jeff oh uh i mean the hair he's got the flow it's something with the face um i think it might just be a bad picture it's not a great photo yeah i think I mean, the photo is fine. It's just the, the facial expression he has. I don't know what he was going for there. <laughs> he looks like hammered. I think a lot of these guys look really drunk in these pictures. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, who else here? There was one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> dentist. Yeah, the dentist guy. And then... Uh, Oh, yeah, the whole fucked up thing. Gabriel, 35, North Carolina. 
Oh, let me find him. He said he's so fucked up. He literally doesn't know where he is right now. And oh yeah, he doesn't. He's got the dead eyes, that glaze. Yeah, exactly. It's the he doesn't eyes. know. He doesn't know where to look. I don't know. Are these so? Are these photos taken or submitted by them, or are they? I think so. I think I think because of the pandemic, they normally do like a a professional photo shoot on like a plain backdrop. So I assume they all submitted these. But like his eyes are a little uh, there's nothing behind them. And his lips almost look like a little red, like he's been drinking jungle juice or something. Yeah. So he's giving me like wasted stumbling home vibes yeah and he's got three buttons undone um probably a fourth is coming here soon Um, (laughs) i would imagine yeah i mean some of these guys are decently attractive they just take a terrible picture i yeah i guess guys in general aren't very good at taking photos of themselves and i mean obviously they're not taking of themselves someone's taking it but i don't know i feel like you could do a little bit better um uh oh landon we didn't talk about him yet landon 25 california oh yeah come on he just looks like he's gonna be like the life of the party total bro definitely like nothing going on upstairs very Lox, Lox bro he's wearing a cross though i don't know if you noticed that um yeah he is and he has a lot of bracelets on so he he might be like one of those youth group pastors like hip no, I don't. There's always something sketchy when I see, and there's it's nothing against religion at all, but people that wear a cross openly like that. Um, like I see a lot of TikTok girls wearing it, like doing that too, and and they're doing these more provocative. I don't know. It's just something that doesn't resonate well with me. I don't know. Yeah, there's just some I, irony in that. I try not to like go down that rabbit hole because. You know, no matter what, no no one's gonna be like happy with what you have to say. Uh, and I also don't really have an opinion. It's a very good point. Very good point. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tanner, you said he thinks everything is too spicy, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> this one makes me laugh because it kind of looks like my brother's old roommate, and like he was a very nice kid, but yeah, and he just Tanner, like and Tanner here, here he he looks like a very nice kid. Um, yeah, he's just like you know, generic starter pack white man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, if you want to go, you know, yeah. I mean, he, there's nothing wrong with him. Nothing's going to stand out. He'll be, he'll fly under the radar, and mm-hmm. he's, not, he's never going to, you know, make an impression that stands out enough to to put him on notice. So, yeah, he's an interesting one. Uh, why? Why did you say Thomas Twenty Eight California? Now he is a man. Like he just like looks like he has a manly presence to him. I don't know what it is. I think he just looks like he has a lot of confidence based on his picture. Maybe it's yeah, his posture. It might be his posture, and he doesn't seem too cocky either. Um, no, I mean he could be like a total asshole, and then I'll feel bad. But he just looks like he. I don't know. I can just picture him being like, oh, I'm going to take you out dancing and then I will cook for you. And then. And he looks like he might be like in med school, like, you know, during his residency or something like that. I don't know. He he looks like a doctor to me. Um, I could just picture him in a white coat. Um, Yeah, I see it. I see it. You know what I mean? I see that. 
I don't know. I didn't look up the professions for a lot of these guys. Oh, what, me either. <laughs> what? Uh, so generally, with these winners, is it does how much does that play into it? Their career. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the people that like actually have decent careers go pretty far. Like, there's always someone on the season who puts like something stupid as their career. Like last season, someone put Princess as her job, and she didn't go very far. So like. She- and she's not part of the royal family. I, I oh, no, no, no. She was like the villain of the season. But <laughs> I, I think it's for producers just, you know, to be funny. And two, I think also sometimes like it protects their identity, like what they actually do. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I guess if you're in some positions, you wouldn't want to be exploited like that. So, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I get that. Fair enough. Um, yeah, interesting group of guys. Any any predictions for the upcoming year while we wrap this segment up? Uh, I, I don't. So there's going to be two, right? So there's going to be this, yes. one in the summer, one in the fall, um, and then um, paradise in between. I don't know. What are you What are you hoping for? I hope that whoever Katie picks, like I, I really want to see some couples last because I feel like recently bachelor couples just make it maybe a few months or a year, and I really want to go back to like the love story part of bachelor nation, which I know it, we're very far removed from. It's just a reality show, but I think it would be kind of nice. So whoever she picks, I hope she's happy. Um, I really hope she sends like anyone who's an asshole home early. So those are my predictions. Yeah. Reading her bio. I think she'll be one to, she'll be a good one to call it the bullshit and sniff that out. So, um, That's cool. I'm very excited to uh, to indulge in this for the first time. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back as Cat Pat explains her tweets and answers the internet. Everything's been so messed up here lately. Pretty sure he don't want to be my baby. Oh, he don't love me, he don't love me, he don't love me, he don't love me, but that's okay. This is a new segment called Explain the Tweet, and I don't have a better name for that because I just came up with it yesterday. (laughs) Um, So this is going to be interesting. Uh, The first one, this is from April 4th, 23rd, 2019, and this is the one I think you have pinned to your profile. (laughs) Guys who wore white tuxes to prom are finishing their probation sentences this year. Now, I would like to introduce two exhibits into evidence Oh no, you wearing a white tux. This is my senior prom cap hat. <gasps> oh no, I feel bad. <laughs> Exhibit B, this is my junior prom cap hat. Oh no. Notice we were all wearing white tuxes. Now, let me explain. For some reason, so I graduated high school in 2015. So, or not 2015, 2011. Wow, that would have made me <laughs> a lot younger. Um, and for some reason, it was just a thing at our high school to get white tuxes. I would say it was about a 50-50 split. Obviously, your experience was a little bit different. 
Yes. So I, I sometimes definitely wore white tuxes, but I feel like they wore them more like kind of like as a bit. I don't know. But I feel like also historically the guys that I knew that went to prom and wore white tuxes were always like, you know, the buffoons. Like they were just always in trouble and like doing God knows what. So I get I get where you're coming from and I can understand that. And I would like to go on record. I am not, I have never been incarcerated, nor have I ever <laughs> been on probation, and I'm not currently on probation. Um okay, I get I get where you're coming from. I still don't get it. Um I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's just a high school by high school thing, but I thought that was really funny because back then I thought it was the norm. And for some reason I had it in my head that I thought black tuxes looked too formal looked weird and now i'm looking at this photo and i had black pinstripes on my white tux what like what was it what was i doing see like i feel like when i was tweeting that i was picturing guys who wore like fitted caps with their tux and like wore those remember those shutter shade sunglasses unfortunately yeah so like you know they would wear <laughs> they would like wear those for the pictures like wear a pair of aviators for the pictures and like you know okay just maybe if, like a bunch of clowns well maybe if I would have put the hat on no there was no hat and I'm glad there was no hat uh, and shades would have been too much but I digress um, I mean looking back on it now like I said I probably would have went with a black tux I will never wear a white tux again in my life actually one guy in my high school we're so we're obviously in the suburbs but there's a very rural part of our suburbs that you can call like the sticks or the you know mm. backwoods or whatever and this one guy wore a camo tux oh god yeah oh yeah. uh, see yeah i just think white tuxes like kind of go hand in hand with like the person that would wear the cookie monster pajama pants and like the monster <laughs> energy drink and they would walk the mile in gym class like that is what i picture in my head that sounds very Jersey or very well, like New it's, York. It's funny because I actually found out that my boyfriend wore a white tux to his prom. So see, and what did yeah. he what did he what did he have to say about it? He was like, "I wore white." I'm like, "Oh, okay, well." Well, he he, he probably <laughs> thought it was normal, right? Like, I mean, that's what I thought. I think so. I think uh, so. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I thought that was kind of weird. All right, next tweet. These are these are pretty recent, so like you're gonna remember them. This is from <laughs> one of your more recent ones, April third this year. Okay, kind of weird. The cashier at Trader Joe's complimented our salad selection and then asked if we'd be open to considering a third. Question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> Were they was he or she referring to the salad or was there more of a sexual innuendo on that? Well, are are you pretty familiar with Trader Joe's? Yeah, yeah, I've been there. You know I how I think they're trained to make conversation with customers and they're they're always complimenting your purchases like you know i the other day i went and i just got shampoo and conditioner and they were like have you tried this like i heard this stuff is great you know i let me come back and let me know what you think so you know they, they very much make conversation compliment your selection so i was just like what are they why do they do that are they asking are they looking for a tip i mean what's the what are they getting out of that i think 
it's just a retail thing. Like, you know, you want to connect with the customer, feel friendly, like, you know, each other. I want to, I want to get them in the line and out the line as quick as possible. But then again, I never worked in retail and that's probably the reason why. <laughs> well, I was actually inspired by this TikTok I saw. It was a girl pretending to be a cashier at Trader Joe's. And <laughs> it's really inappropriate, but she was basically go for it. Pretending to be this cashier saying like, Oh my God, like this is like the best product ever like i will literally eat your pussy right now and like it was like this whole thing i was cracking up and i was like i went to trader joe's later that day with my boyfriend and i was just cracking up just thinking like uh, the cashier being like oh my god a great salad selection like hey uh are you guys open for a third like you know let me know and weirdly enough we have had a really really weird cashier incident like that before not at trader joe's but Somewhat, this is going to sound very fake, but I swear this is real. The right. cashier told us that we were still young and um, we were buying butter. And she told my boyfriend to like, go through the back door and to use the butter. Like as lube. Yeah, I got that. But... Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we both like looked at each other like, what the fuck? Like she was, she was definitely a little kooky, but. I was going to say, did she say it casually or was it more like a, a joke? She was definitely joking, but like not openly <laughs> enough. We both were just kind of like, did I that mean, I mean, happen? I mean, that, I mean, that's a thing you just don't expect to hear. So it, it would catch anyone off guard. He probably is like hearing me talk about it right now that I forgot about it happening. <laughs> All right. Next one. Uh, so this is the one I'm going to need a story on. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Never forget when I mailed my boyfriend of two months a fake letter on April Fool's saying he was banned from the bar for breaking a glass and he just signed a lease for an apartment right near said bar. Okay. Yeah. This happened. Yes. Okay. This this was really a thing. We we would always go out to this bar called Bombers. And one night we went out with a bunch of people and he dropped his margarita glass, which came in a mason jar. So it was a lot of glass. And you know, we were all just like, oh, asshole, asshole. And I took a picture of the mess and we didn't get in trouble. It was fine. But um, mm -hmm. this was right before April Fool's. So I just went home on my parents' computer and typed up this fake letter pretending to be the owner of the bar. And I knew the owner's name. Um, so I like wrote it really professionally and I printed it. And then I took it and like put it back through the printer and printed the the bar's logo on it so it looked like it was watermarked all this stuff and then i went and i uh mailed it to him and i was so worried i was gonna get caught or like get in trouble so i sent it from a mailbox like in a different town and i put um like a, a stamp on it a stamp that had like a tomato on it because i thought like oh maybe he'll really think it was from them because like you know salsa tomatoes yeah i was just looking at a bomber's burrito bar Yes. So that gives some context. Okay. Yes, it, it was a burrito bar. It was a Mexican restaurant. So, um, yeah, I sent it and he called me. And he did sign a lease to an apartment like really, really close by, within feet. And he called me. He was like, oh, my God. I just got a letter from Bombers. I don't know what to do because I signed the lease. And he immediately started freaking out. Um, and I was just like. Now, how long did you let him dwell on that? Not very long, like minutes. So I was like, 
I mean, I wouldn't be able to contain myself. I would have to tell him. I get no. that. No, he he was also in law school, so I think he was like really worried this was going to go on his permanent record. <laughs> I basically, just was like, um, April Fools, and he just was silent. And he was just he just goes, I I'm gonna have to call you back, and hung up. Just it's like it up. comes up in a law school interview. So, um, were you ever um, reprimanded or or banned from a bomber's burrito bar in Albany, New York? See, yeah, exactly. And he called me back and he was like, Now I'm looking at the letter. Like I'm looking at the letter now. I read it a few times and it is literally legit. I I'd fall for this too. See, I thought it was really good. And looking back, like I was really pressing my luck because we weren't dating for very long. So he could have been like, No, nah, you're too much. It's like that was you were conniving and you did a lot to make this happen. And I, I mean did. I mean, to be fair, the stars aligned, you had all the ammunition there, you had to do it. <laughs> Yes, and I, I have done a similar prank to another friend where we uh, told her she was not allowed at this one tanning salon because she clogged the toilet. <laughs> so <laughs> we like a few of my friends and I did it and we like mailed it to her dorm. Um, but yeah, so took a little bit of inspiration from that. <laughs> How did she take it? I kind of forget, but I remember Googling like blonde walking through building security footage so we would find something that kind of looked like her and we we sent Wait, it to her dorm is that what you did what's what's the photo that you had at the end of the letter there oh that was a picture i took that night of the broken glass <laughs> so that was a real picture that was not a, a picture i found gotcha gotcha okay yes. so yeah it makes it even more legit <laughs> yeah that poor guy <laughs> all right last one and i, I don't <laughs> where is this this one's funny. Um, okay, this is this. So we're going back. We're going way back, Cat Pat. December thirty first, two thousand eleven. No. <laughs> oh God. How old were you then? Mm, I just turned nineteen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay, so this is New Year's Eve, twenty eleven. Um, Hashtag 2011 equals hashtag drunk, hashtag chilled, hashtag pledged, hashtag raged, hashtag yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> we'll, 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 so we'll, break, we'll break this down. There's, it's a lot of hashtags. Yes. That's now, so embarrassing. Now, I'm going to guess this is a 1243 p.m. Now, <laughs> I'm going to assume you had some – let's just assume you had some drinks on this New Year's Eve um, were you doing this ironically with the hashtags or were you just really diving into it? I don't know. I was probably doing like being pretty serious. Like, I don't think I was using doing it to like utilize the hashtag function, just being a clown. Well, you got a solid three likes, one oh retweet and one quote tweet. Um, yes. I'm, gu I'm guessing you pledged. Were you in a sorority? You pledged. I was. Semester? I was. I did pledge fall 2011. So did I. That's funny. Wait, so we're Ooh. the same age, aren't we? I'm 28. Yeah. I'm well, 20, what you... I'm 28. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, all right. We were in college at the same time. Sweet. Um, what's already? Phi Sigma Sigma. Uh, Phi Sig. Um, I went to Penn State and I think it was uh, my last year that we got Phi Sigma Sigma. For some reason, we didn't have them for a while. What were you in? What frat? I was, it was Phi Kappa Sigma. It was a small fraternity. We don't have a lot of chapters. Um, mm, neither do we. 
But the good thing is we're one of the ones that are still there on campus to this day. Haven't been kicked off yet. That's lucky. We got in trouble a few times back in my day. Yeah, so did we. I think, um, well, one of the good things is uh, we were kind of flying under the radar where people were doing worse shit than we were we were doing. Mm. So we escaped a lot of it. But, I mean, this was back, and I'm glad we graduated when we did because we got the pinnacle. We got the last of the glory days of Greek life. And now <laughs> it's just, uh, I don't even know if it still exists. Yeah. Yeah, but that that was when I pledged. I was very, I had gotten initiated in October, so I was still like riding that high. Oh yeah, you guys do like what, like three weeks of pledging, and then you're in. No, like over a month and a half. Sorry, I just like the rag because it seems like a sorority, but the recruitment process is hell. I know that. Um, we did it so weird because I went to a state school, so like I feel like things i did like sororities don't do normally okay. Okay. there are definitely some illegal things that happened not oh, like sure. things you, not like the sitting on the washing machine and someone would like jiggle or, or uh draw a marker and like fat that jiggles like that doesn't happen i never heard that but i tried not to laugh just there but oh no that's that's just like a stereotype <laughs> okay fair enough all right um okay we're gonna we're gonna start wrapping up here soon but um so one other topic i want to talk about just before we dive to the answer the internet questions to wrap up the show um are you you're are you a sports fan Mm, i like tennis you like okay so you're one of the you're one of the five people in the world that like tennis tennis is a very popular sport and people need to put more respect on its name i think yeah. Okay. I think it's just people in America. There's just other things going on, and they don't really yeah dive into it. But to be fair, tennis is fun to play. It's like it um, is. It's it's one of those sports where you it looks like you're being active, but you're not. Well, see, I've been playing tennis for a long time, so it, I feel like it doesn't it doesn't take. I hate to say that because it's it's very like when it's competitive, it can be very exhausting and all that. But like you could theoretically just kind of stand there and. Am I, yeah. stereoty- am I stereotyping tennis? No, you could. I just play like I I was playing for the pandemic at a gym, so I would go and be like dead tired after. So yeah. I don't know. When I'm playing, it's like running and running and running, and I want to die after. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I get that. Uh that's like when I play golf. I'm just well, that's because I'm horrible at it. But um <laughs> anyway, uh so Space Jam 2's coming out um mm. the summer, I think. I'll be honest. I I never even saw the first one. <gasps> oh, you ever yeah. have? Have you ever had those movies or those songs or TV shows that that you kind of just like never saw or like you forgot to see or just for some reason mm-hmm. skipped over you? It's like one of those things when you're little, like you forget to learn or like you or you mm-hmm. pronounce a word a certain way that's wrong and you just continue it through your entire life. It's like, it's one of those movies that I just never saw. And then by the time I knew what it was, it was just like, Oh, should I watch it? I don't know. See, it was one of those movies that I would watch every summer, just like only at the summer, only during summer. But so I have it pretty much memorized, but it, I, I've never seen Titanic. So that's like my movie I've never seen. Okay. Uh, to be fair, I don't even think I've seen it in its entirety just because it's like five hours long. Yeah. Um, but uh, so did you see the trailer for Space Jam 2? 
I did. And I have What'd to admit, say? I was pleasantly surprised. I don't, I, I don't know if I'm the only one. <laughs> I, I thought it was awesome. I thought it looked really good. Um, I like... I have diff I have mixed emotions about LeBron. I'm not a huge NBA fan, so I'm not mm. I'm not truly divested into the sport. So I really don't care for LeBron that much. But um but I think he's a funny actor when I saw him in Trainwreck when that came out back in 2015. I thought he was good in that. And I, I think it'll be exciting. Now, what do you think? <laughs> Obviously, there's been controversy on the internet about Lola Bunny's new outfits. <laughs> yes. I've heard, obviously, I've heard it from both sides, guys and girls. And then it's the whole weird thing about sexualizing a, a, a cartoon character. But what, what's your thoughts about it, about her her new uh, her new look? I believe I tweeted something about this, like, uh, like give us Lola Bunny's ass or, like, we both boycott the movie. Like, something absurd. But um, – in the trailer, like, you can't even really tell. So I feel like they didn't even really need to, like, announce that they were scaling it back on the hot <laughs> on the hotness. They they put her, like, front and center, and they were basically just showing the world, like, this is Lola Bunny as she is now. Yeah, you're right. They, <laughs> they didn't need to do that. If they would have just not did that and kept it in the trailer, I probably wouldn't even have thought twice. So, yeah, exactly. Like, I, I was looking at the trailer... And I'm like, oh, you really can't even tell. She looks exactly the same for the most yeah, part. I mean, it's been, you know, 15 years in separation between two movies. Um, or no, 25 years, 20 years, whatever. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, we need some ass. We need something. Like, even, <laughs> even just give her a crop top. I don't know. But like, maybe yeah. in the maybe in the movie we'll see something different. But um, I, I don't know. So, I mean, uh, she is like a cartoon sex icon, much like um, Jessica Rabbit and exactly. the girl from a Goofy movie. Oh, with the red hair, Roxanne. Roxanne, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, I just pictured her. Yeah, she was. It's so weird to say she was hot, but I mean, like, what else are you gonna do? <laughs> Come yeah, on, like as as a, as as a little guy, you know, I'm watching this movie and I'm I'm looking at her. I'm like, yeah, it's a good looking cartoon. Yeah, well, I I used to think that Twister from Rocket Power was cool, like good looking. Which looking back is like really, really bizarre. <laughs> Wait, was Twister the main guy? Wait, no, that was Reggie. Twister was the friend. Oh, who's the other one? Squid? Was that the Squid? Lady? No, I, I did not have a crush on Squid. <laughs> Twister. Oh wait, Twister had the hat that. Uh, yes. Whatever you call that hat. Old man hat, or I don't know what it is. It was just like a beanie kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, like a beanie, Cal California sort of thing. Mm -hmm. I get that. Yeah, now that I think about it, I had a lot of crushes on a lot of cartoon characters <laughs> that I. Wow. I think a lot of people did. I think I think it needs to be destigmatized. De I think so. I think so. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hey, maybe that's why they covered Lola Bunny up. They didn't want any. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna leave it at that. All right, <laughs> all right. We're gonna finish the show with answer the internet questions. Um, these are questions that Kevin Clancy, KFC Barstool, um, and Fights came up with a game. Uh, basically, it's just some phil philosophical questions, hypotheticals. I have a bunch here, Cat Pat, but we're just gonna do a few okay. um, to to wrap up here. Uh, the first one. And you might have to think about it a little bit, but since we're on the subject of movie and cartoon characters and whatnot, if you could see a sex tape with any two movie characters, who would it be? Oh, God. 
Um, I won't limit it to re- it could be cartoons, it could be real. While we're while we're, it, we're in we're in that realm, can it be a TV show person? TV show person, whoever. Okay, okay. I know the guy, and this is because I just watched the show. But I'm gonna pick Elliot Alderson from Mr. Robot, who was played okay. by Remy Malik. Remy, no, yep. Yes. Um, I just like got a crush on him from watching that show. So I'm going to pick him. Do you, think, do you honestly think he's that good looking? I know we're sidetracking here a little bit, but I don't know. See, when did, I he grow, show, did he grow on you? He grew on me because when I started the show, I was like, eh, but now I'm like, oh, wow. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he but for a, a chick, a movie character, hmm, this is a hard one. Oh, God. It doesn't even have to be someone that's having sex with Remy. It could be it could be just, just a female having sex in general. Um I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with um Vivian Kensington from Legally Blonde. Okay, fair. Because she's very stuffed up, so I'm curious how that would go. I I like that and I like that pick because of that reason. I yes. think the more uptight people are, the more like um any of those girls from like Mean Girls, you mm. know, like those, um, just like those stuck up people, or like they think they're better. I, I want to see them vulnerable. I want to see them. Yeah, I think that'd be. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Do you have any tattoos? We're getting personal. I don't. I don't. Okay. okay. Uh, if you had to get a lip tattoo, mm. what would it say? Um, off the top of my head, oh, I, I would get girl boss on my lower lip. <laughs> I would just, get it because, like, every girl boss needs a lip tattoo, you know? I think lip tattoos, low key, like, I kind of like them. Not that I would ever get one, but I think it's pretty cool that people that do and just kind of flip it out and be like, yeah. They, they like freak me out. Something about getting one would really freak me out. I don't even know how that really works. That just seems terrifying to me. Yeah, like your lip is fairly like moist. So how? <laughs> what do they do? Just like hold your lip out and then just I I don't know. That's just, I think so. I honestly do. Do you have any tattoos? I don't. I don't. I was always against getting one. I I personally I don't think I'll ever get one. I don't see the need to. I don't even know what I would get. Um, but I do. I do like girls with tattoos. Not gonna lie. Um, yeah. There's, I don't know. There's just something about it. Um, so yeah, not not against a girl having a tattoo. Just put it put it that way. <laughs> um, okay, if you could pick any character from a TV or movie to be your college roommate, so you got to live with this person four years. Ooh. Hmm. My mind immediately goes to Gossip Girl because <laughs> they're loaded as fuck and have great closets. So maybe I can borrow something, but they're all also kind of like mostly terrible people. But um, I'm gonna go with. Mm, damn, this is a hard one. I guess I'll go with Blair from Gossip Girl. She's she's a huge bitch, but if I got <laughs> on her good side, yeah, I would do great things. <laughs> I think you could be good allies. You could do some good stuff together. But you're right; it's key. Get on the good side, otherwise you're in for a rough, rough time. Exactly. All right. Uh, we're going to finish up with two more here. If you were the opposite, so this is a little hypothetical for you. Uh, if you were the opposite sex for a day, so let's say you're a dude, mm. 
what would you do? Oh, What's God. like you wake up in the morning, <laughs> you have a you have a penis, and you <laughs> you're just like, all right, what do I do? Okay, I would obviously like go uh, like touch it and be like, what does this thing do? <laughs> um, I think I would also like take my shirt off in public and you know feel what that's like to be. Oh, I never, yeah, I never I never thought about that. Yeah, because dudes could just do that casually. Well, I mean. Within yeah. reason, in a certain setting, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like I would maybe go for a run with no shirt on. That would be interesting to feel. Feel the sensation of the wind on my bare back. <laughs> uh, maybe like lift some very heavy things. Mm. Um, honestly, maybe like try and like go to the bar and pick up a girl and like see what it's like from the male point of view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, try to figure out how like, oh, wow, this is harder than I thought. Yeah. I don't know what else I would do. Honestly, I think I would like want to switch back immediately. <laughs> all right. So we'll give, we'll just give you a couple hours as a dude. And then, yeah. uh, all right, we're going to finish with, we're going to finish with one that's a little controversial. Uh, would you, since we're on the topic, would you rather be known as the blowjob girl or the girl that never gives blowjobs? Oh, my God. I hope I, I hope I like I'm gonna tweet about this. And my parents are like I'm gonna retweet this episode, and my parents are definitely gonna listen, and then they're gonna be like, um, what the fuck? But <laughs> just stop at one minute and one one hour, one minute. I feel like you have to be known as the blowjob girl. Well, I, I think hmm. there would be a different answer to this maybe ten years ago, fifteen years ago as far as what's acceptable like i i, I don't know i mean and I'm, try, I'm trying to look at it from a, a girl's perspective which is hard um but i mean <laughs> yeah, i don't know i think i think with call her daddy it's really changed everyone's like mindset about talking about these things it honestly I has um I, <laughs> I mean, even I listen to some of those episodes and I'm just, my mind's blown. I'm like, how, how yeah. is this? I mean, I get it. I get it. I understand it's popularity and I get it's, it's, uh, you know, why people listen, but it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. I don't, I can't listen. I don't, I don't know if I'm just like too prude, but it, some of the things I, are like, you're oh, definitely Lord, not. have mercy. <laughs> You know, she's making uh, she's making a lot of money from it, so good for her. Oh, yeah. I mean, I wish. She's fucking loaded. She has, like, one of the top podcasts in the world, so. Yeah, yeah. Must be nice. Must be nice. Yes, but I guess that'd be my answer. I honestly don't know. <laughs> All right, well, we'll leave it at that. All right. <laughs> so that's our show. Um, Cat Pat, where can the people follow you online? Okay, everyone can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at the Real Cat Pat. That's the Real K A T P A T. So not to be confused with the fake Cat Pat, we're talking the Real Cat Pat. <laughs> exactly. uh, go you go subscribe to our YouTube channel, please. Uh, like I said, just search Johnny Radio, The Naked Take. It'll lead you to all of our full video episodes. Subscribe, rate us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, uh, Johnny Radio. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, Johnny Radio Pod. 
and then you can follow me at Johnny Hazoff on Twitter and Instagram as well. Cap Hat, sorry to keep you up late, but thank you so much for coming on, teaching me some stuff about The Bachelorette, and maybe we can have you on uh, during the season to see, uh, see where things are falling, see what's going on. For sure, and thank you for having me. I swear to God I wasn't born to fight Maybe just a little bit Enough to make me sick of it But I, I can read between the lines I want to run from everything But my legs won't work, it's clear to me I'll be making my own way down to